I'm Carolyn Greenleaf, and this is Waking Up, conscious discussions about our changing reality. And today I am so excited to have as a guest, Dr. Amanda Theory. She is CEO of um, Allergy Relief Center, and uh, she's a, a, a holistic practitioner there. She does wonderful, wonderful work. And, uh, you know, I met um, Amanda a couple of years ago, at least when I was, uh, I was putting together this holistic health expo. And, uh, and that's how we connected. And, uh, and then just recently, we reconnected again, and we were discussing, you know, the issues around um, the pandemic that was happening. So we were looking for some, um, some holistic solutions and, uh, and we came up with some great, great things, but that's going to be for another show. Okay. <laughs> so that's a teaser, but, uh, Amanda has a really great story and, um, you know, um, I think it's a, a wonderful story to share. So I'm going to ask you, Amanda, to, to just tell us, why did you uh, move into this field? I know that you started from a traditional background, yeah, um, just exactly. as you know, mo most people do. And, yeah. Uh, so, so what what made you change? What made you shift into this holistic, um, you know, background and, and education? Yeah, so um, I started out as a school nurse in an elementary school, and it was in an underprivileged area. I had a lot of students that had um, just allergies, asthma, food allergies, ADD, ADHD. And I just started thinking, I was getting very frustrated uh, giving them medications every day and kind of pushing that on them. Um, I wasn't seeing them really getting better. It was just kind of the snowball. And I thought, you know, 50 years ago, kids just didn't have these types of ailments. And so I started to look for a more natural approach to healthcare. And I decided to go back to school and become a chiropractor. And it just so happened, I uh, worked after um, chiropractic school as a traditional chiropractor for a while, um, and then ended up finding a practice that actually focused in um, allergy, holistic allergy treatment. And I thought, oh my goodness, this is what I have been looking for. Um, so I jumped two feet in and haven't looked back. And the results that I see with all of my patients is just truly astounding, They're changing their lives. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. So what types of treatments are you, um, do you do? Because you've kind of moved away from traditional chiropractic, right? Uh, correct, yes. So um, we just have a system that delivers digital frequencies to um, the body and the body uses its energy to um, portray whether or not the item that we're, the frequency that we're sending is an issue for that person. Um, everything has its own frequency that it vibrates at in the universe. And through our system, we've figured out how to mimic those frequencies. And it's just like exposing the person to that substance only, it's a mimic, mimicry of it. Mm -hmm. um, we use the body's energy doing muscle testing 
And from there, we just use a massage technique um, that kind of turns down the sympathetic nervous system because the sympathetic nervous system has kind of gone into overdrive in reacting to whatever substance we're treating for. Okay. And for those of you who don't understand, um, you know, holistic, a holistic view towards wellness, um, you know, the, the difference between holistic and traditional is that traditional medicine tends to focus on just the symptoms. And, you know, Correct. putting, you know, this remedy matches this symptom, this, you know, and what they're trained to do. However, holistic medicine tends to look at the whole picture. So, um, so from a spiritual point of view, um, everything is about energy. We are all energy. And so we have our, you know, we have several energy fields that make up who we are as well. So we are our physical body our etheric body, emotional, mental, and spiritual body. So yeah. it's holistic, uh, anything, whether it is uh, counseling, you know, coaching, or medicine, uh, and therapies, it is a, about understanding that one is connected to the other, that, uh, that there are pieces, it's, it's like a puzzle. And, uh, one, you know, one aspect within it could be the emotional field is going to affect the, um, the physical, uh, body. And so, you know, our beliefs as well, our beliefs will, uh, will, will drive what our body believes is right or wrong with us. That's exactly right. And our system actually does have a portion to it when we do go through the treatment, um, it will actually look to see if there is any emotions attached to any type of sensitivity. So, you know, you look at so many people have sensitivities to their pets. Well, think about when you're stressed out, when you're upset or when you're happy, those pets are there with you and sharing those experiences. And so I do believe that's why a lot of people develop sensitivities to their pets. Um, and so we, when we're treating your sensitivity, your cats or your dogs, we always look, is there some sort of emotional connection to that? Because if we don't look for that and treat that as well, there, that sensitivity is going to be stubborn and it's not going to be able to fully release itself from the body. You know, um, I, I'm also an energetic healer. And so in that field, we understand like when we are working with an animal, many times the issues that the animal is, you know, has, you know, uh, within their uh, physical body is actually the symptoms of their owner. Okay. <laughs> so that's so, interesting. Yeah. So I, I began this, you know, um, in, in this you know, holistic field with, uh, with the intention of helping animals, uh, through, you know, energetic healing and, and et cetera, et cetera. But I found out that, oh, wait a minute, the animals are usually really good at healing, allowing their own body to heal themselves because, um, they don't have the, uh, the ego and emotions and, and beliefs that humans have. Yeah. So, so they're usually pretty good. It's, the owners, all of a sudden, I have to focus my attention on. So yeah. then my practice started to make that shift into the root of the problem that most animals have 
actually is linked to the fam a family member. You know, wow, that's owners. pretty fascinating. Yeah. So um, it, it really is. Um, again, it, it's, you know, when we talk about holistic, um, everything is connected. It absolutely everything, is. Everything is connected. And, uh, you know, the first show that I, I did with this podcast was trying to explain the framework, you know, where are we moving into? And the reasons for these conscious discussions is because we are moving into a fifth dimensional type of reality. Now, those of us in the spiritual field, or the holistic field, we've always been working with these types of understandings and, and energies and wisdoms because we connect to those, to those, uh, because we look deeper, we, we seek deeper uh, beyond what traditional medicine or traditional any um, education gives us. Okay, right. So we tend to incorporate the full lifestyle and everything surrounding mm -hmm. that person instead of just, hey, this is the ailment they're experiencing. Let's give a medication for that. Mm -hmm. We look at the whole person and try to decipher, okay, where can we make changes in their lifestyle or whatever it might be to help them heal fully. Mm hmm. Yes, yes. And would you agree that the body is designed to heal itself? Absolutely is designed to heal itself. If we give it the proper nutrients and the proper energy, mm -hmm. we can heal ourselves from anything. Yes. And I believe getting out of our own way too. Absolutely, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we do like to get in the way of our healing and many other things in our lives. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. That is very, very true. Very true. It's, it really is hysterical. You know, um, I, when I am um, healing an aspect of myself, you know, I just, I like to look at it from the perspective of my soul, especially when I'm, I, I, I get it, you know, I'm like, ah, I figured out that, that little, that, uh, that puzzle there. And I just look at it and say, oh my gosh, that, you know, duh. <laughs> I absolutely. And you know what? Children are also amazing for uh, learning to heal yourself. And sometimes, you know, my daughter will say something and I'm, I'm just amazed. I'm like, how did you even gather that at your young age? You know, and it, it almost turns a light bulb on in my head. And I'm, I'm like, how did I never see this before? You know, yes. Just, yes. you have to be open to your surroundings and the energy and what the world has to teach you. Right. And also that wisdom within. Yeah, absolutely. Because, because I do believe that the answers are, are within ourselves. Yeah, uh, we, we are born with those instincts, those, that connection to that higher knowledge and, and wisdom. And actually I remember when I was young and uh, I, I burnt my, I burnt my finger, my hand, I think it's um, in my fingers. It was, I was pretty young and I just, um, because I was always remained very connected my, to my inner world. And um, so I just instinctively, I knew, think cool thoughts, coolness is, is where that burn is. It's all cool. It's just, and I just kept focusing on, you know, imagining it just being yeah. cool, not hot. It's cool. And it's nothing, you know, and it's, it's, it's healed. It's cool. And after a few moments of that, I looked and there was no blister. 
there was, you know, there was no nothing. Yeah. You know, energy, you used the energy to Mm -hmm. send that message of healing. Yes. Yes. And I shift the beliefs. Yeah. Because we, we believe in certain, you know, we're taught certain, you know, ailments and then our body says, okay, I guess we got that. I guess that's going to happen if you burn yourself, or I guess it's going to happen if, you know, uh, you fall down or, or, you know, whatever. Um, you know, oh, it's funny. I also had another instance <laughs> when I was at the park with my, uh, with my dog. This is several years ago when she was a puppy okay. and uh, we ran into someone else who had a puppy and they were just having a ball and uh, we were along the water and it was rocky. And this dog, I think her name is Kira, beautiful, uh, but she was a golden retriever. So she, she really wasn't, um, her intelligence hadn't caught up with, with, her, with you know, with her, her yet. Size. Yes, but, but my dog was, uh, she was a, um, a Border Collie uh, Labrador mix, very intelligent, and yeah. she was very strategic. So they were chasing one another. And I told this, you know, the owner of the other dog, I said, just, just stand still because my dog, she, she's already mapped this out and she will zigzag around us. If we move, it'll mess her up. So we stood there. She did that, but his dog went right into me and I was airborne. I was airborne, fell on the rocks. Oh. And I couldn't help but just bust out laughing <laughs> because it surprised me so much. And, and I knew that there was a message in there, there was a, you know, when something like that odd happens, there's a message there that my guides are, are trying to give me. Yeah. And um, so I was laughing and the owner was just horrified. He's oh my God, do I need to get you a doctor? Are you <laughs> and I just, you know, other people, cause I land on my hip, anyone else probably would have had a broken hip. But because I was in the high frequency of laughter yeah. and just, I was connecting to what was that about? <laughs> I thought, oh my gosh, it didn't affect me. It didn't. Yeah, I could totally all. see that for sure. Uh, it just sent that, that positive yeah. energy through the body and just yes. released that negative impact. That Why? And also I shifted into a higher frequency. Let's say it's called yeah. the fifth dimensional frequency. All right. Third dimensional frequency is where we are, uh, we are ingrained in, in the beliefs that the body is fragile. That, oh my God, you know, and and this, and that's more fear-based belief. Okay. So, so I believe that in holistic medicine, all of these, all of this is all connected, of course, as, as we mentioned before. So yeah. So Amanda, do you have some, some tips that you want to, you know, that, that you'd like to share with people about, um, I don't know, just kind of, a, um, their overall, how about during this time, uh, there's a lot of anxiety because there's a lot of changes happening. Okay. Yeah. So from your uh, perspective, from, you know, what, what would you, you know, in, in your practice, what would you um, recommend or, you know, some tips around that, around those anxieties? 
Well, you know, I think the biggest thing is choosing to incorporate having fun and laughter and love and and your life and every day, you know, over this past over a year, um, people have, have filled so much with fear. They've separated themselves from others. And they've really pulled that human interaction out of their lives. And, you know, there's so much to be said about having human physical touch for positive high vibrations and healing and, you know, just hugging somebody or holding a hand or touching somebody's shoulder. Um, I think that's really big is, you know, really make sure you're having human contact. Um, you know, getting out there and having your exercise, you know, going for walks or bike rides or whatever it is that you enjoy to do. Definitely getting the sunshine. You need that vitamin D to help the body stay healthy giving it those um, supplies it needs to do the healing that it's built for. Um, and obviously having a good diet and eating right, drinking a lot of water, things mm-hmm. like that. I think those okay. are the best things to do right now. Okay. Are you, ha- are you seeing a lot at, at your clinic? Um, a lot of people with, with anxiety problems and issues that are connected to the anxiety or, I mean, or. Yeah, I, 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 I guess I am seeing people with anxiety. I think they're so bogged down with the anxiety that they don't even really know that they're experiencing it. Um, and I do have others that definitely feel they are experiencing it and they're worried that they're, you know, maybe their parents and they're passing that stress or anxiety onto their children. Um, so it is really good if you can pull yourself into a higher vibration for those around you. And then that's going to pull them up and then it'll create a better, higher vibration at, at home or in the workplace or wherever you're spending your time. Okay. Wonderful. Uh, let me see. Um, I don't know. Is, is there anything else that, that uh, you would like to share? You know, uh, one of the things that I talk to my patients a lot about is, um, you know, we develop uh, sensitivities during times of stress. So um, the body almost goes into fight and flight mode. And it looks into the surroundings to find something to blame that stress on because it doesn't know how to explain the, 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 physical injury or the illness or the stress of, you know, losing a job or a loved one or whatever it might be. So it looks to the surroundings to blame something. Mm -hmm. And then it almost creates um, a symptom as a warning sign to say, hey, warning, warning, that apple is here again. And last time it caused a lot of stress. And so it creates a symptom around that apple. Um, and so I think, you know, definitely trying to cut down on the stress in life and having a positive outlook is really going to help to decrease those um, symptoms that you experience and those sensitivities that are decreasing the quality of your everyday life. So, you know, stress really does have more of an impact on us than we most people recognize. So definitely figuring out ways, whether it be meditating or exercising or just having fun with family and friends to, you know, decrease the stress in your life. Okay. Now, um, someone coming to your clinic with, um, you know, some of these sensitivities or allergies, um, you know, and whatnot, what would the process be 
uh, when someone comes to see you? Yeah, so we typically have about, in our system, we have over 400,000 different substances we can test and treat for. Anything from barometric pressure to moon cycles, um, to hundreds of different food items, uh, personal care items like deodorant, soap, shampoo, sunscreens. Um, we can do contactants like, um, you know, fabrics and chemicals. Uh, the list is pretty endless. We can also do all of the pollens outside, molds and fungi, um, pets. I, I, I pretty much tell people, if you have a sensitivity to something, just tell me what it is. I'm sure we'll have it in the system. Mm -hmm. um, so, but on the first visit, we'll go through about 300 of the most common categories that people have sensitivities to. Um, they will go home with a list of those at the end of the treatment or the consultation. And then they always get their first treatment on that first consultation as well. And um, I have, a lot of people that do experience um, some relief just from that first treatment. There's others where it takes a couple treatments to start seeing, noticing a difference. But um, I've definitely had people call me after their first treatment and say, oh my gosh, I, I feel so different. I feel so much better. So. Wow, that is great. And um, you had sent me pictures of your dog. You had a dog with severe allergies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was amazing to see the changes in, you know, you sent me a, a kind of a before and after picture. Absolutely. And uh, that was really amazing. I wish that I, you know, when my dog was, was alive that I had known you. <laughs> now, I, not that I, I don't know that you don't actually treat animals in your practice. I, not in my practice, but um, every now and then I will um, go to somebody's home if it's kind of a dire situation. Um thought about maybe reaching out to a veterinarian to see if I can work with them and, and help provide some relief for their pets. That, that would be wonderful. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Great. So, so basically a lot of the same methods that you use for humans, you could use for animals. Absolutely. Animals have very similar um, acupuncture, acupressure points as humans do. So we just, the system is based off of acupressure, acupuncture. So we just um, can, we can use the system with cats, dogs, horses. Um, yeah. Any kind of pet you've got at home. Can you give us a little bit of, you know, um, understanding about acupuncture and acupressure that you had just mentioned? Because a lot of sure. people don't understand what, how effective that is and what that's Acupuncture can be a very effective therapy. Um, the body has a lot of um, meridians or Chinese meridians that run the course of the body and they're followed along different paths. So there's the heart path, the liver path, the spleen path. There's a whole bunch of different paths that it follows and they kind of rule over a certain part of the body. Um, and certain aspects. Um, in some of my research, I've read that they do believe it has something to do with uh, penetrating through the fascia and kind of releasing some of that tension that's built in uh, with the fascia. The fascia is just kind of almost like a shrink wrap that's wrapped around our tissues to kind of hold them in place. Um, and so some research shows that when you 
cut into that fascia, we, typically with like a surgery or something like that, then it's disrupted and it does, it's not able to fully um, transmit that energy through the whole system. It's almost like broken that. Um, That's interesting. That is that, does that happen when you also have an injury? It could, if the fascia has been disrupted, for sure. It okay. could definitely. So acupuncture is really good, especially in that case, because then we can help to renew that energy removal throughout the body by triggering some of the certain points throughout the system. Oh, very interesting. Yeah. That is pretty interesting. <laughs> Okay. Well, uh, let me see. Was there anything else? I don't think so. Um, is there, you know, we're going to wrap up this show. However, I do, you know, I, I want to get you on. We're going to talk about some of those holistic treatments that, that we've been studying, researching and trying out. Um, so we're going to talk about that. Um, you know, I've also got some other guests that will be, I'll be interviewing who have also been um, utilizing um, some of these things too. So, so at some point we're going to have kind of have a round table type of discussions that, um, that I think will be really, really interesting and very informative for people. So before we wrap this up, is there anything else that you'd like to share with us, Amanda? I don't think so. You did a pretty good job, but I wanted to thank you for having me on your show. Oh, it's, it is my pleasure. You are, you're a, a great source of information and uh, you know, I, you're going to do wonderful things. And do you want to, I'm going to have the link to your, or the, um, your website. um, on, on the credits here and in the link in the description um, and as well as a way to contact you. Oh, and one more thing, are you able to work with people distance or do they have to be in your physical location? No, we can actually work with people from a distance. Um, we have what is called a surrogate. They are in place of that person and we just kind of take a moment to meditate and recognize that person as whoever it is that we're doing the treatment for. And um, we've seen some excellent results. So you do not have to be in the physical office to receive a treatment. Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yes. Okay, Amanda, thank you so much uh, for joining well. us. And, and I look forward to future podcasts with you. And I definitely look forward to it. We've got a lot of good topics to discuss. We do. We do. We do. <laughs> we do. So until next time, abundant blessings. <laughs>